Welcome to Merle's Pearls of Business Wisdom, where I, Merle M. Singer, the Relationship Miracle Worker, talks about all things relationship and how they impact the workplace. Uh, today's topic is going to have to do with communication skills and what's impacting them today. You'll find out more as we go along in this episode. Uh, author, speaker, coach Rita Connor will share her insights about the alarming decline in communication skills due to the use of electronic devices. As a society, we're losing, maybe we already have lost the art of conversation. And why? because of cell phones. Also, all kinds of technology, certainly social media, and it's resulting in definitely too much isolation. So first, let's welcome Rita Connor. Hello, Rita. How are you? Hi, Merle. It's great to be with you today. Yes, yes. So this is an interesting topic. Yes. And I, I'm curious what how how did you get interested in it? What made you think that this is something that you wanted to become an expert in? Well, Merle, when I grew up, conversation around the dinner table was really important. And I learned through courses like Dale Carnegie how powerful it could be in the workplace, really knowing how to converse and talk to people in terms of their interests and it really helped me in my 35 years of being in sales. And about a year ago, I heard about two, two young people that had visited their relatives. And the only question they asked the whole weekend was, what's your Wi-Fi password? The people that they were visiting said they didn't talk to them. They didn't ask them questions. They didn't converse. Those were the only words they asked the whole weekend. What's your Wi-Fi password? And I thought, boy, this is, you know, the canary in the gold mine. <laughs> Whatever that word is. The coal mine. In the coal mine. So <laughs> I thought this is, this is something I really wanted to look into. And uh, this past year, I really studied the art of conversation and how it's really declining, especially in young people. But you, as a young person, had a different experience. And tell, tell us about what that was. I thought that was kind of interesting. Well, when I was younger, I asked my dad, what one thing that you learned made you the most successful in your business? He had a very successful business. And he said, oh, Rita, Dale Carnegie. And he had me take the course, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And it's a wonderful book. It's still a bestseller, even though it was written in the 30s. Right. And they talked about ask people questions about themselves, talk to people in terms of their interests, and talk to people about what they treasure the most. And one of his big tips is when you meet people, imagine they have a sign on the front of their body that says, make me feel important. And those are really timeless, helpful Definitely. Definitely. skills. 
And so all during my business career, I found that it was really helpful. But I've noticed because people are looking down at their phones so much, they really lost the art of communication. And a big visual of this was a friend of mine drove past a high school recently and she saw 20 kids sitting on a wall. And every single young person was looking down at their phones and texting and not one person was talking to each other. And the thing is, they could have even been texting each other (laughs) rather than talking face to face. (laughs) It was, it's really gotten out of hand. So it's just really become quite a problem. And they've, it's something that we really need to address and, and kind of shine a light on. You know, uh, that, that image it actually, uh, and we haven't discussed this, but, uh, <clears throat> oh, I, I took, uh, we took people to uh, dinner this, this week mm-hmm. and, um, it was recommended to us and they have a, um, what is it? What do you call, <laughs> what do you call the squares? <laughs> that you use your phone to uh the keypad uh, no 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 they they had the menu on the phone okay oh so the apps ha- the apps yes you had to, you had to uh take your phone um and um uh aim it at <laughs> oh the QR code yes 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 <laughs> Yes. Aim at the QR code and get the menu. You had to right. you had to read the menu on your phone. Right. So, I mean, if you start out that way, uh, as soon as you're as soon as you're at your table, your phone is already on your table. That's right. And I, I heard an interesting thing the other day. Uh, the, P- the speaker, Peter Diamandis, was talking to an audience of 50,000 people. And he said, I'm just curious, how many people here do not have their cell phone with them today? <laughs> and he said, one person raised her hand and she said, because she didn't have her phone with her because she left it in an Uber dr- uh, car that morning. <laughs> So it's like an appendage. Yeah. It's a wonderful, helpful device. But so it's not going away soon. (laughs) And we just have to find ways to deal with this. The fact that that there's a term called F to F, which means face to face. Mm -hmm. And people are not having enough F to F conversations. So I really feel we need to shed a light on it. Um, young people are losing the art of conversation is nearly two out of three admit that they're lacking in social skills, according to a new study. And they say one, two in five millennials believe that their lack of social skills has held them back in their work. And so it's, it's 68% admit that they actively avoid talking face to face if they could just text And what's interesting is that if people are looking down at social media, mothers will tell me this and they'll say, the kids are getting likes, okay, on their Instagram or 
with Facebook or whatever, but it's, it's artificial because even if there's 300 likes, they really don't know a lot of those people. And so it's like a little adrenaline, adrenaline rush, or uh, it's, you know, it it releases a little serotonin to get that little like, (laughs) but it's artificial and nothing is ever going to replace the wonderful warmth and the connection of the giving and receiving like the figure eight that you have in conversation. But there is no question about it. And, and it's not, it's not just, oh, oh well, it's wonderful to have conversation. It, it, it like you say, it holds you back. It, it, the thing that holds people back from moving forward in their career is not the lack of knowledge of their specific uh, information. It's their inability to communicate well. That's right. And then so miscommunication happens in the workplace. We were, we were talking about the workplace the other day and people become dissatisfied because there's miscommunication and that's due to lack of communication. I, you know, I used to hear of people in the next office emailing each other when they could have walked down the hall and just (laughs) talked, sat in the person's uh, little visitor seat there, and they could have had a conversation. So they say improving communication could save employees 17 hours a week, and they need to learn five kinds of conversations and have them with their team. So the role in relationship, the quick connect, the check-in, developmental coaching, and progress reviews. So those are areas in in the workplace that really need to be addressed. And a lot of the companies that don't get good reviews on Glassdoor are companies that they have unhealthy communication practices. So, you know, what I like to say is, you know, what's the solution? And if you know, I can, what is the solution? Well, I'll share some of them. First of all, I want to point out that COVID caused even worse communication because we were told to stand six feet apart. We were all working remotely. We were on Zoom and people were putting just their photograph up instead of their real face. Yes, and the masks, right? People avoided each other and you know they really we all meant well because we didn't want to be breathing on each other but now that we are back face to face it's really good to look at what can we do to to address this problem and what I would have to say is a good start is all roads shouldn't lead back to yourself so if you're going to be talking about other people really talking to them look at what are their interests? What, what do ask them questions about themselves? Ask your boss about, about his background or her background. And Dale Carnegie says you can make more friends in two months through conversation than you can in two years by talking about yourself. So <laughs> listening to other people and bringing them out 
And it's, you know, you can learn so much by learning to listen. And I'm going to mention here the dating world too. They, I have talked to some people in their 20s and I said, how does this affect your dating life? And they said, one woman said, uh, I, I'm so tired of men just talking about themselves on dates. Mm -hmm. And a young man said, he's tired of the young women scrolling on their phones the whole time they're on the date with them. Like, think about it. They're just scrolling on their phones while they're on the date. <laughs> I do find that, uh, th that in dating situations, it is the man that does tend to talk more about himself yes. and then ask uh, and uh, give him the opportunity to, I think they're more comfortable they are more comfortable and that's before computers yes so and it's uh, gotten worse well <laughs> so for a woman or the partner depending on uh if they use your advice and ask the person that talks about themselves ask them what they're most interested in and then and let them talk Yes. You know, somebody's got to. Uh, and at some point, at some point, you'll either decide you're not interested in them right. or they'll get comfortable enough and st to start asking about you. And saying, what about you? Yeah. And this is actually from a Dale Carnegie book. Talk to a person about themselves for one hour and they'll go away thinking you're the most wonderful person in the world. And that's actually a real tool that you can use in your favor. <laughs> it's true, but you, you know more about them, you know, with your date instead yes. of objecting to them being interested in themselves, you get interested in them. That's right. And so it, and it's really active listening is another thing where you're really, you know, feeling and, and, um, really getting into what they're talking about. And I I teach a class called conversation starters that actually work. And you ask the person about themselves and, you know, like, how did you get involved in what you're doing? And, and then you ask a good follow-up question. Well, tell me more. And you, you really um, practice that because it is an art and it's, it's a learned skill. And um, I, I also think that we can talk about uh, compliments and asking, give someone a life-changing compliment. And you know what, if you are good at conversation, then go to somebody at a networking reception and maybe you be the first person that reaches out to others. And this, these skills are gonna help you in interviews, networking receptions, in your social life, and it's going to make you look good. And yes, uh, yeah. I, I will say that um, for people that are not comfortable themselves uh, making conversations in a room, one of the things I've, well, first of all, I recommend, and I, I know Rita, you'll agree, is join mm -hmm. Toastmasters. Yes. Because uh, Toastmasters is a communication and leadership uh, organization and you think it teaches you only how to speak in front of a group 
but it does more than that because yes. every, every skill, every job that's involved, whether you're a vice president or this or that or the other thing, like sergeant at arms, when you're in charge of being at the door and saying hello to everybody and having a, a guest and say, oh, uh, you're a guest, so welcome here, come sit next to so-and-so uh, who is uh, a, a, a Toastmaster for a long time and w once you start doing that you have a sense of comfort uh, so now when I'm in a party I think I'm a sergeant at arms I love and I it. go to people that yeah. are sitting by themselves or something and talk to them yes and that's excellent very helpful yeah and um I am in a, a vice president of a, of a Toastmasters chapter and it's taught me so much. Uh, it's, it's, um, you know, the people that can speak in public are the ones that get promoted in a company. And it, I, I'll never forget a, a company I worked for. <clears throat> my boss was afraid to speak at a podium and he let the woman under him run a meeting because he was afraid to speak at the podium. He lost his job right after that and she got promoted. Right. So, yeah, that's. But really I mean, important. even even not speaking in front of a group, I mean, just learning to, to be in a social situation and yes. getting comfort at being able to talk to someone that you don't know. Definitely. And I love that you're the sergeant at arms. That, that's a great position. So I think that the other side of it is. How how do you make people feel? Are you, are you warm and friendly? Because you know that Maya Angelou said, people won't forget what you said or, or did, but they we'll will forget. remember how you made them feel. Yeah. And, and if, are you warm and friendly? Are you accepting? And I think what I would say, people need to get out and practice the face-to-face -face interactive situations like networking receptions. Like you want to go to as many of those as you can, because like, let's just say you have to go to a conference for your company. You want to start feeling more comfortable going into a crowd where you don't know anybody and, you know, extending your hand and, and saying who you are and then asking a, a typical line that is so easy to say is, is this your first time coming to this event? <laughs> is you know or, or what what got you interested in this organization you know you just get asked those kind of questions right right it's um really needed and i think you know we i'd like to even teach a class in practicing conversational skills because i think people really need it and i i taught a class recently um and the the women were older and a lot of them had never heard any of these conversation starters before and like so for instance well the, the what i the ones i just said like what is this your first time coming to this event oh, okay. um what uh, what uh, brought you to this organization and where do you live um you know, you can ask people about their families. When I said, talk to people about what they treasure the most, here's another great follow-up. Like if you remember that the guy down the hall just had a, a, his wife just had a baby. How's your new little baby? 
how are your kids? I know you spent time with them. I know you spent time with your grandkids. Like, how are they doing? People love it when you remember something about them. That's true. You know, and it, you maybe you remember where they live or um, it's just so important to, you know, just maybe think to yourself, the next time I go to one of these events, I'm not going to talk about myself. I'm going to ask people about themselves. And just practice this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 th I think everything that you're saying is really important. Um, so, do, do you do you teach classes? Where can people Where can people find you? They can find me. I'm I'm in Redondo Beach, California, and my uh, email is Rita at yourwowyears.com. I wrote a book called Your Wow Years, um, How to Supercharge the Second Half of Life. And so that's my email, Rita, R-I-T-A, at yourwowyears.com. And I really believe that this you can make this your best chapter ever. So it was a fun book to write. And I'd love to, you know, I wanted, I'll be teaching more of these classes and and really helping people get out there and learn the art of conversation. And I think here's my, here's what I love to say. Hey, let's have a conversation about conversation. <laughs> let's talk <laughs> and listen, because I think you're going to find your life is a lot more rewarding and meaningful when you do. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Rita, for this uh, wonderful conversation. And thank you, Merle. Thank and everybody for listening to Merle's Pearls of Business Wisdom with me, your host, Merle M. Singer, the <laughs> Relationship Miracle Worker. You can find this episode and past episodes at relationshipmiracleworker.com slash podcast. As well as, don't forget Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all of your other favorite podcast platforms. We're there, RelationshipMiracleWorker.com and Merle's Pearls of Business Wisdom. Okay, see you so next much, week and bye. Thank you so much, Rita. Take Thank care. Thank you. Okay. Bye.